Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the Eric Show podcast. Uh, I know there's no excuse needed because I'm, I'm the boss, but so I can, I can do things like show up late, but it was minutes before the start and everything froze. I'm looking at my own image and it's frozen. I'm like, Oh, well that's ridiculous. So I close it out, try to restart the, uh, the app, the Twitch thing, the OBS, if you will, nothing. So that was horrible. And I'm like, well, uh, everybody's going to hate my guts, but I got to, I have to restart the computer. And you know how that is. You basically do it and then leave and then everything boots. And, uh, I, I went actually, uh, owed myself another cup of coffee. So took care of that. And then, uh, now we're in business. So. Uh, my apologies. I know I'm late on a fairly regular basis. That does happen, but my apologies. Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Here we go for yet another edition. And, um, okay. Let me get right to it. Somebody sent me a package, uh, of like old things that they had in their possession that made them a Eric Zane show podcast fan or in the court, uh, scope of like the group formerly known as the Zaniacs. Uh, they think that I'm like their best friend. Obviously, if you've been following the show for any amount of time, you know that that has all gone away. Uh, this, mob pack of, uh, like-minded, uh, people who, um, well, it is what it is. It went South. I bear no responsibility to that. They are all a bunch of sick, demented losers who have, um, no friends of their own and they had become friends with each other. So the most disenfranchised people you could possibly imagine, uh, found a like-minded pack of losers with nothing going on in their lives. The poorest of the poor, the strung out of the strung out and decided that they're all buddies, which is cool. Whatever. Everybody needs friends. And, but then one day they turned on me. That's essentially what happened. Now there's other details to it. Now I thought this was done and over with. I mean, outside of the occasional, Joke, I'll fire at them. Or reference to them. I'm a 50-year-old man doing what a 50-year-old man should. That's my job. I'm supposed to do that. I'm supposed to make light of these things. That's the fun. 
That's the trade-off. You stalk me. I make fun of you. Uh, hang on. I got to finish this. So, uh, yesterday, I see on the porch a package that was delivered by the mail. And um, right away, I took one look at it. This is, this is the box it was in. And I was like, I know who wrote that, and I know who sent it. Um, so, make sure you can see this. Uh, on this package... I don't even know if you can tell the writing. It's all lit weird, but um, delivered by the by the U.S. Postal Service in a recycled box. Person got an Amazon delivery at one point, ripped all the labels off of it, <clears throat> and uh, packed the uh, packed the box full of Eric Zane Show podcast merch. Uh, went to the post office and uh, paid eight dollars or nine dollars and twenty five cents. And sent it to my house. It's on my porch. I checked the uh, tracking numbers. Uh, Jamingo says, they are now bunker dwellers. And I love them. And that, that makes perfect sense. That makes actually perfect sense. Alt-right show. Uh Dumb points of view. Stupid people will gravitate towards your show. You know, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. You should welcome these losers and disenfranchised, disenfranchised, bad smelling individuals with open arms. That is a, that is the right thing to do. So I'm like, as soon as I, I took one look at it, I know who sent this. I go, all right, let's see what uh, what we have here. I open it up, and it's a T-shirt that this person has purchased. And by the way, my T-shirts wear out. Uh, unless this person, like, ran it through the wash one billion times. You can't really tell here, but it's, it's seen better days. I don't – I think I'm setting you quality – well, the T-shirt's still strong, like it's wearable, but what was on the T-shirt looks a little fucked up. All right. Hey, you can have the T-shirt back, man. Uh, wrapped in the T-shirt was my bobblehead with the head off. It's busted. Um, it looks like the old, because this is back to the Free Bear and Hot Wings days, the uh, Free Bear and Hot Wings logo was was scratched off. And um, and some uh, something else is on it. I, I can't even tell what this is. Is, is put over it. I don't know. But. The question, did that, was the head ripped off? I I actually wrote the head was ripped off. The head was off. There's no question about that. I can't tell you if the person ripped it off and sent it my way or it fell off or broke uh, when it was being delivered. 
Don't know that. I know it was Senate. And um, the cops are involved. And some of the people, because I posted this, I go, this is, here's the latest. This is embarrassing. Here's the latest from this pack of pieces of shit who continue to stalk and harass. Um, so I'm like, all right, this is, this is what's up. I give all the background to them and, um, we're off and running. People were like, why did you get them involved? I was like, well, you know, I don't know about you. Well, they seem to agree that I'd made the right decision when I did call them to give them all of the background as to all of this shit going on. So I'm just going by their lead. Thank God I have moles to tell me what these losers are saying. So they have this little chat group that they think that I don't see every single thing that they say. First of all, uh, Nick, our good pal, Patriot Nick, um, he's one of the three admins on that page. Who, by the way, Jamingo, good luck with him because this dude has your face as his like little avatar on Facebook. You you're in for, he's going to wind up at your house and try to suck your dick. I'm just telling you. He's got your face now. Thank God. He's out of my fucking life. He announces on Deniacs United. Like he's the leader of some kind of organization. Like he's the CEO of a Facebook page. He writes, anyone who left the show because they are disgruntled, that is fine. The actions of sending something like this as a threat won't be tolerated heretofore. I cannot stand the arrogant prick, but I am completely disgusted by this. If it was sent as a threat, don't accept... Don't expect acceptance from us. We won't stand for it. Vote with your dollars and move on. End of story. Uh, Evan, I don't recognize the name, wrote, Well, I can't wait for the moron who did this to get in trouble. I don't know why people can't just move on. Entitlement? Whatever it is was stupid. Also, Zane has always been an arrogant prick, which is what draws everyone to him. Backhanded compliment and shade on any of us who follow him? People suck. So Nick took that as like an attack from this Evan guy. No shade follow whoever you want. I've said it over and over again. Would you like me to pin it? To the top of the damn page heretofore. Evan writes, guilt complex? I wasn't referring to you. Damn. Yikes. 
Uh, Tom from Gun Lake, who I'm going to reach out to in a second. What do you, what's the matter, O'Neill? What's wrong, buddy? Hang on. Uh, Tom wrote, I'm sorry, but the asshole probably sent it to himself looking for more show content. Well, I wouldn't have sent it to myself. I would have just said it. I wouldn't have actually gone to the mailbox. I better mail this to me so that I can really hang on to the ruse. Jim Mingo says, I has to be honest. This is more entertaining than listening to you talk about bathing the NRK. John, take a, take a back seat for a little while. You know, I love you, but there's nothing funny about you. You're all right to listen to if you like the alt-right brainwash shit, but anything beyond that, nothing funny. Which is concerning to me because I have you writing jokes uh, for the Carl roast. Fuck. Hang on a second. My wife. Hello? You hung up on me. I didn't mean to. I pushed the wrong button. Uh, O'Neal's crying. He is? Yeah. Why is he crying? I don't know. Now he's laying down, but if he starts crying again, I'm going to call you and uh, have you take him out because he's. I don't, he might have to poop or something. Okay. Well, if he starts crying again, let me know. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Okay. Okay. See you. Bye. By the way, I uh, reached out to Madison yesterday during the Patreon bonus podcast. She was pissed. I told you not to just call me on the show. I I completely forgot about that. So I kind of talked my way out of it. And then uh, she comes in here. Can I have a word? I'm like, oh, fuck. She drops, can I have a word? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I Seriously, 19-year-old young lady, and I feel like, you know, I'm completely outgunned. Can you not do that anymore? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Where was I? Okay, um, let me get let me, the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, former Zaniac cold call of the day is brought to you by no one. This is not yet sponsored. Uh, it's Tom from Gun Lake. Let's see if we can bring him in here. Oh, you've reached Troy Tobo. If you want, leave me a message, or you can leave me a text. Thank you. Hey, Troy, it's Eric Zane. First of all, uh, when people call you, that that message, it's like way noisy. So I don't know if you were like um, replacing a motor or something that was running. Uh, I don't know, but it's super noisy. 
So you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna re-record that uh, with like less noise. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm calling. Uh, uh, it's the Eric Zane Show podcast. Former listener, cold call of the day, and your name came up uh, talking about this package that was delivered. So you know, uh, just wanted to uh, drop in, see what's up, and uh, say. Uh, you know, see uh, what you're thinking about all this. I, you've got some pretty strong opinions, so I wanted the, uh, you to share with the audience. So, okay, call me back. Talk to you. Bye. Uh, Amanda says, dude, you just doxed him. What are you talking about? Because I said his real name, Troy Finholm. That's his real name. It shows up on Facebook. Doesn't matter. Who cares anyway? He's a fucking asshole. Uh, all right. Moving on. Um, I have two moles that are chatting away. The, uh, I think it's, how would I, how, what, what are they known as? Um, the chat is called uh, Maniac's Chat. Okay. Uh, someone wrote, all right, which one of you sent this? Lisa K says, looks like the Zane bobblehead has an issue. Dennis G says, my first impression was bullshit, but I'm not going to rule anything out. Um, let's see here. Andrea says, well, it's not mine because the hand holding the mic broke as well as the neck. Very, very poorly made. Which prompts Dean to reply, guess it's a perfect copy then. Uh, Nick says, seems like a waste of postage to me. Uh, and then says, uh, these people had nothing to do with it. We've all moved on and don't have time for that shit. If I had to guess, it's probably a new disgruntled individual. Dude seems to piss off a few. And by a few, I mean a lot. And if that person is in this chat, I'd like to make it, I'd like you to make yourself known if it was intended as a threat, you should remove yourself. If it wasn't you, you should also make it known that it wasn't intended as a threat. I can't stand the arrogant prick. But threats won't be tolerated. Andrea says, 100% agree. Kate says, it's a clear waste of my time. Josh says, via his post, I don't think it was mailed. Sounds like it was dropped off and said person was caught on video. I don't know how you got that, Josh. Marcy says, not me. Kate says, well, then quite a few of us shouldn't be lumped into it. Oh. Pellerito says, don't buy in that it's a threat. I certainly don't see it that way. Well, I don't either. Well, I don't know what I see it as. I'm just telling you what was mailed. It's still fucking crazy. 
whether the, the head's ripped off or not, it's still stupid and fucking nuts. Pellerito adds, in unrelated news, I went to Goodwill the other day and they had my high school yearbook available. Someone scratched my head out with a pen. The original owner had his name on it, so I contacted two detectives about it. Fatal attraction, crazy ex-girlfriend nonsense, beefing up security at the house and practicing my target shooting to be ready. Idiot. Adam the Odd puts in song lyrics. Lisa K then adds, wait, so this stuff was dropped off to Zane? Yeah, okay. It's probably his and just making more content with us in the crosshairs. You have the ugliest haircut I have ever seen on a lady. Kate adds, pathetic. It wasn't just dropped off. Dennis says, I'll say again that my first impression was bullshit. I think it's just for content. And then he shows boats. That's it. So, okay. I am so glad those fucking losers are gone. What? Who wants the bobblehead? You're going to have it. No, you know what? I might need it for evidence. All right. Just burn your own shirts. Okay. Burn your shirts. That's all you need to do. Get rid of your shirts on your own. You don't need to send them back to me. I know you're butt hurt. You're dramatic. I get it. Congrats. No one gives a shit. I appreciate you sending me this fun care package. Because honestly, it does allow me a fun bit of topics to start this show. Let's see. Who's the next person? Let's try another, another Eric Zane Show podcast. Former listener, cold call of the day. This is Lisa Boy Haircut Cross. can't stand this bitch. Come on. At least let me leave a message. Please leave your message for six, one, six, seven, two, three. Hey, Lisa, Eric Zane from the Eric Zane show podcast. So I was just looking on the maniacs chat and I saw that you think some, that I delivered my own package. No, uh, it was delivered in the mail. It was actually mailed. I don't know how, why Josh said that, but, uh, yeah. So, um, 
There you go. Uh, it was actually delivered in the mail, and I want you're you're my cold call of the day. I have uh, two today. I called Troy Finholm. Now I'm calling you with my Eric Zane Show podcast former listener cold call of the day. So all right, um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, uh, drop in, say hello, and uh, if you want, um, I'm supposed to get a um, a sponsor soon. Uh, what do you call that place? Uh, 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 haircuts for men, Jude's or something like that. Uh, if you want, I'll get some gift certificates and send them your way. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. So to the audience on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm about to send you on your way. I appreciate you being here. Welcome to a Friday. I hope you have a good day. If you want the rest of the show, you can find it at uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I encourage you to go over there. It's just a better platform. The show in its entirety shows up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, Thank you, though, for being here, and I will uh, now send you on your way. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Brandis says, if you go low, he goes lower. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Call of Duty says, you love that they're gone so much you keep talking about them. For your own health, let them go. Dude. They sent me something to my house. Are you kidding me? You asshole. They sent it to me. No offense, but mind your own fucking business. I do my show the way I do my show. And I I hate it when idiots like you, in this case... Tell me how to do my fucking show. You realize I've been doing this for four years. I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing. Corey says if they would just ignore him, you would have nothing to talk about. This is true. I mean, I can talk about anything all day long. But if in my own orbit, the news of the day is that a sick, fucking stalker sent me some crazy shit you better believe i am going to talk about it so there you go that's where this takes us um all right if you uh follow the show on twitch twitch.tv slash eric zane live uh follow along you can know exactly when i go live and if you want to subscribe with your amazon prime account And you get like a month free. So there you go. Uh, In addition, Twitter is brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube brought to you by my friends at uh, My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank the Tank Fuss. Thank you, Frank. And as always, download the audio podcast wherever you get shows. John writes, no offense, shut the fuck up. I'm not sure who you're talking about. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Who are you telling to shut the fuck up? Yeah, John, I should just bring you in. I mean, you're very active today. And, uh, you know, I understand uh, you've talked about me recently on the um, alt-right bunker. Uh, so what the hell, you know? After a long night of online poker. Oh, it's going wonderful. How are you? Not bad. I'll tell you what. I love this part of the show. <laughs> I might start mailing you packages just so you talk more about this. Okay, fair enough. I was talking to the guy. Oh. You said, shut up, moron. I do my show the way I am. But you added no offense. Oh, no no offense. offense. I got you. You were quoting me. Listen, Corey had a fantastic idea. From now on, when you get these packages, do an unboxing right on the show. That would have been amazing. You're right. You guys could have figured out the, the, the bobblehead broke or they said the bobblehead. You're right. That would be amazing. You're right. I, I wish I had done that. I wish I had done that. That would be fantastic. I like the way I, you're thinking. I want to announce that if Nick's going to drive down here to suck my dick, that please shave. I don't want that bearded thing. Ugh. What's wrong with that? Come on. Don't knock until you try it. I'm sorry, but no. Uh, I want to add you to the chat so you don't need moles anymore. Everybody knows that you're there and you're finding out what they don't. Oh, good. Okay. They don't want you to read. That's the funniest part. Why do they? Um. Why do they even post it there? Why don't they just post all this on Deniacs United? Well, you're a big dummy. They post it there so you read it the next day on the show. No, you're not paying attention. If I am attention. why don't they just? Of course, I would read it, but why don't they put it on Deniacs? Well, this is more fun because we get to figure out. So the big thing is to figure out who the moles are. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I think it's those dimwit sisters, uh, Lucy and Ethel. Oh, no, wait a minute now. Now, nah, hold on a second here. You can't what? call Maureen and, oh, and we, Linda dimwits. Yeah, Moron and her sister. Why Why yeah. are you calling her names? What? What? Why would you do that? Well, because she, she says, well, she says, this dimwit bunker is. It's a horrible show. Well, that's her opinion. Never, I mean, everybody knows it's a horrible show. I'm taking lessons from the master. <laughs> I, when people attack me, I attack them back. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. I, I am working on some jokes. I, I, I said this on the show the other day. I know it's it's, it's after 9 o'clock, so you don't listen. You have to be in bed. Yep. But my problem with the jokes are that they're so mean. 
Oh. And, and like a joke. I got to figure out how to make them funnier. Like no, I no. got the meanness. That's all right. I'm working on the funnier part. Send what you got. Funny. Send what you got. I, I, I you okay. know, either way, I'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. I uh, yeah, because I've been listening to those guys. Well, Carl, I've been listening to him for like six years. I'm ha- very happy about that. That gives you plenty of uh, ammo. You know, I don't have enough ammo. You, right. you... And then the other, and his, uh, his co-hosts, well, the ones that he used to have when he was not famous, those losers, they, you know, I, I don't mean losers. I, I like some of them. They're, they're pretty funny. But nobody has any information on them, so I go back and I've been listening to some old shows. So I have stuff. So I'll send it over. When is it again? It's in October, right? Uh, September 17. Oh, okay. I better get on it. All right. I'll be on it. Um, Maureen indicates that she said nice things about you, that she actually um, uh, said nice things about your show. And then oh, well, that, Aram... I, I apologize. I take everything back. Aram is seconding <laughs> that. And then... She says she listens. She also says she's scared to make her presence known because people are going to attack her. Yeah. Well, I listen. I, I don't know what to say about this whole thing because I. Yes, I, you do. You're just afraid to say something because no, these no, are people no. who like you. Bob, I mean, you should know by now. I'm not afraid to say anything. Uh, I say that's BS. You're absolutely <laughs> afraid because. You know that these people love you, and you don't want to piss them off. I would. They haven't. They've done nothing but support me, and they've been nice to me. Right, but you know, you know, they're acting like assholes. But you won't say it because you're afraid you'll piss them off. And I understand you doing that. Hey, listen, I. All right, so I tried to. Uh, produce the I Hate Eric Zane podcast. Right. And, like, this is amazing. We can make it so bad that he'll stop and send us a cease and desist order. How funny will this be? And I was trying to sell it, and at around 5 o'clock, I got a call from the commission, and I was sat down and told on no uncertain terms that there will be no I Hate Eric Zane podcast with them. Okay. I can do one. Yeah, because I, they, 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 they want to participate. They know so, that it would be excellent for me. Right. That's why they don't want it done. Yeah. yeah, but so the last Boomer Bunker, Bob and I did a segment of the We Hate Eric Zane podcast where oh. we used your drops. Okay, good. So we did, I didn't want to tell you this. I wanted someone, I wanted the moles to find it. Yeah, I did have someone mention that you did talk shit about it, yes. but um, uh. Uh, I as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Oh, that sounds fun." Yeah. Um. So, but getting back to my point, which you dodged when I brought it up, you won't weigh in and you won't say that I'm right because you know it would hurt them. Well, first of all, you're not right. Ah. I mean, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. How can somebody that takes such a rabid fan base? And turn them against them like you have. I mean, you've done this everywhere you've been. Every oh. place you've been, you've turned. So the world can't be wrong, Eric. It oh, no, be- no. You see, yes, that's where you are wrong. Because what you're doing then is you're taking the specifics of one scenario and applying it to a very general uh, 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 a path of what has happened to me and making it fit when it's not the same. 
I feel like I'm Switzerland. Like sometimes when they, that, you know, when, when this first started going down and, and you were losing like one at a time, I, I would say, Hey, listen, he's doing the show. It's kind of a character. You know, you don't know what it's like when you got to do content and he does two hours every day. That's a lot of, that's a lot to do. So it, I, I was, I was backing you, but the stuff now you're just, phys, now you're just talking about their physical attributes and <laughs> shit. I mean, come on. And here's the thing. The other fans that you have now, they're going to say, holy shit, am I next? Oh, you know, here's, here's the deal. I'm um, serious. Well, first I mean, of all, first of all, you are in Switzerland. You are in Switzerland because Switzerland doesn't say, uh, we're just going to keep quiet so that no one gets mad, which is you, what you're I doing. You're, you're keeping quiet because you don't want to offend them. That's the point of what I was saying. And you're sitting there suggesting that, you know, all these scenarios that I, I don't, that do not apply. And even though it's, you know, if you, if you look at it at surface, I can see why you would think that, but it's not, it's not, this all stems from all stems from Dean. This all, if you, you could trace this all back, you know how they say uh, that you can find the origins of anything. The origins of this all goes back to Dean. All right, can I ask you a serious question? So the Dean situation, wasn't that a character that you kind of create created? And I'm, I don't know enough of the lore to know this, but was it the sick fuck Dean thing, uh, a character that you created that he kind of played into? And the reason I say that is because I've talked to Dean and Dean, when you talk to Dean, is not the character that Dean played when he was being part of the show. Um, uh, the, the answer to that is, well, first of all, I disagree. It is, but that's just my point of view. Um, correct. It was created. I mean, I started referring to him as that. And when this all happened and this all blew up, that was one of the things I said to Dean when I made up with him. I said, buddy, um, this is kind of my fault because I allow, I facilitated it. I, I admitted that to him. Okay. That right. was part of the, Hey, uh, all right, we got to fix this. So we had a long talk. And again, and I've said this many times, um, and we agreed that it was over. Okay. Okay. Now, at that point, it should have been. Right. But it wasn't, and he kept on. Well, he said the one thing in the chat, which I thought was funny. Okay. Hey, you might be crossing the line. Well, which... there you go. There you go. That's you... a little thing. I mean, don't be such a puss. You can't sit there and throw yourself into this. All I know is that I have it and that we have now settled this. And then it's not settled. That's the easiest way to start the war again. Well, I, I love it. I'm sorry. I, I well, love yeah, the, but you're not involved in this. You you can't you you don't have you don't have a, a dog in the fight. It's between him and I. It doesn't well, matter if the, you love it or not. It was between him and the, I. All the deniacs. I I think it's hysterical. Well, I, I, that's I, I I realize that that's entertaining, but that's not the point. But you I, you you wanted to know what I did with Dean in this, and that's what happened. So. When that all unfolded and then I blew up on him again, yeah. that's when it's all just the, it all goes back to that. And one thing led to another. And then these people who are all friendless, dis, since they are all friends with each other, 
Now it's back on again. So they 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 merge together like a pack. The stocking continues. The uh, the packages delivered to my house. Uh, all oh, of the oddness. Did you out who sent the package? I don't. Know. I did, did not. I did not do that. I did not. I'm not supposed to do that. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, I got another quick question. Are you going to start to teach your dogs how to sniff for explosives and send them out to the mailbox first? It's not a bad idea, but I love them so much, and I would hate that. <laughs> I don't want the dogs to die. Uh, and by the way, what do you mean taking pot shots at personal characteristics? Outside of making fun of Lisa's boy haircut, I can't. I. All right, maybe I have been. Maybe I have been making fun of. You know, you're right. You're right. I have, and and rightfully so. I don't know about that, but okay. When they go, when they go low, I go lower. All right. All right. I, listen, I love our talks. Uh, yeah you're you're spectacular you're very good at it and uh, i take it back you are fairly funny um i just wish you would do it more on your show instead of talking that covid shots are something that we need a refund for because that's the I, dumbest thing I i've ever say heard that you, again you you misrepresented me now 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 i'm a deniac you misrepresented me i said if these things are these aren't vaccines they're therapeutics at best if if you get a vaccine, you don't get the disease. Not only do you get this, you get the vaccine, you get net with this, you get the disease. So your problem so, is that they call it a vaccine. How about we just change the name of it to? Yeah, uh, what uh, I said, and then you're like, they said it. Oh, mother <laughs> and by uh, uh, by the way, your moles your moles have to do a better job. Bob was the one that said he wanted his money back for these. That ah, doesn't matter. Eight. It's but it's all the same level of stupid. Okay. Well, hey. I understand that. Uh, oh, I did enjoy the uh, let's get all the Trump supporters in one section of the country and drop the nuclear bombs off. Yes, I would love that. It would make that me so happy. was a hot take. If we'd there. bomb our own people. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I, I don't want to bore your audience. Yes. Okay. Right. Get out of here. Right. Thank you. See you, buddy. Uh, John Jamingo. Uh, Kenny says, <laughs> I think you're saying it's all blown up out of proportion. And I wish everyone could get along like it was I was in the past. I don't. Why are you such a namby-pamby wimp? <laughs> I wish we could go back in time when we was all buddies. <laughs> Bye-bye. back Fuck that. Those slobs. I hate those people. All right. And all I wanted to do was talk about Tommy Lee's dong. Did you see that monstrosity? Oh. Now, I can't show it, but my God, do I want to. That dude is hung like a freaking horse. Jesus. That's all I can show you is that right there. And when you, you can find it, just search online. 
this thing, it looks like it had been stiff and then it was like 65% not stiff in this photo because it was hanging down, but it was full and rich. And I'm guessing, oh, it was at least nine inches, nine to 10. And, you know, I mean, he's, I think, 59 years old and super, I mean, he's in good shape. He is a lean dude. And he's all tatted up, so it's all just weird. But, wow, that that image is just right there. You're actually seeing the root of this guy's dog. The base of it. I don't know what all these words are. God, it looks, that looks, that's a lot of tattoos. Fuck me. Um, why did this happen? Tommy Lee posted a full frontal nude on social media that has since been deleted from Instagram and Facebook, but is still live on Twitter. Uh, posted the photo to his various platforms Thursday morning. The Instagram and Facebook photos carry the caption. Oops. Before they were taken down. Yeah, thanks. It's been it's been a couple decades since we've seen your gigantic dick. It is unclear whether Lee himself or Instagram removed the photo from Instagram and Facebook. TMZ noted that the photo was available on Lee's Facebook page for a longer period of time. This should be the new challenge. The new TikTok challenge. Everybody, every guy has to show their dick. They can't shut us all down. Everyone, show your dick. Um, the still available Twitter version of the nude photo was posted at 3.52 a.m. Thursday without any sort of caption. On Instagram, Lee's lewd post was sandwiched between two apparent references to the nude photo. On Wednesday night, he posted a photo on Instagram of a banana placed on a figurine And after the nude photo, he posted an image of an elephant standing face-to-face with a nude man that reads, how do you breathe through that little thing? Uh, Instagram users had much to say in the comments of Lee's recent post Thursday with multiple users asking if the photo of the banana served as foreshadowing. This is just ridiculous. We need answers. Lee's nude exploits are nothing new. His relationship with Pam Anderson in the 90s included the infamous leaked sex tape. When that, okay, in that one, obviously they're having sex and it was fully, uh, fully stiff. And it had to be at least 24 inches long. It was ridiculous. There's no wonder why they broke up. I mean, the poor woman, she, it's, she can't handle it. Jesus, he, he would have to have sex with a woman the size of Andre the Giant, who's got an enormous set of female genitalia. He is now uh, with current wife, Brittany Furlon, whom he met on the dating app Raya in 2017. Lee said he felt a connection to Furland before they met. Who cares? Talks about the relationship. Uh, 
Brittany Furlan. Uh, I'm going to guess she's 27, something ridiculous. Well, she's 35. So, uh, you know, I picture her like, Tommy, oh, Tommy, come on. Tommy, what are you doing? Tommy, your dick is online again. Jesus, Tommy. God, he is a a creepy looking dude. It's a good thing he's got a massive dong. You know? I mean, look, look at this. He looks like fuck. He looks like shit here. Oh, my God. Plastic surgery. He looks like freaking Paul Stanley. Yeah, that's rough. That's that's a 59-year-old man just hanging on for dear life with a face like that. Just age. Would you just age? Come on, man. All right. Tommy Lee's penis in the news. Um, big news as I have a guest that's going to join me. Much to the happiness and uh, increasing the happiness quotient of our very own Linda, who I believe is doing some stalking of her own um, in Alabama. Tyler writes, go suck Tommy's big dick, Eric. I know you want to. Go suck a big black dick because I know you want to, Eric. Go suck Tommy Lee's dick because I know you want to, Eric. All right. Rick from TC Paintball is back for trigger time with Rick. There's a few topics I want to get into. Um, Last week, he had a 9 a.m. NAMBLA meeting uh, via Zoom and he couldn't make it. So he promised me today he would be here. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. As you know, amazing sponsor of the show, ER Vines. ER Vines Online. If you have any scheduled maintenance you need done, take your domestic, Asian, or European vehicle to Irvine's. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If your heating and cooling system needs service, A&E Heating and Cooling. Senor Martinez, who I am getting the impression that he is ready to retire. I just, I just had, I see him right. Wait a minute. HVAC 45. Is that, I thought you were HVAC 71. Is there more than one of you? Um, I, I just get the impression that he is about to just, you know, retire and do amazing things and relax. I don't know. He's got a son-in-law that wants to take over the biz, but anyway, he says, no, that's not true. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. They are awesome. If you are in the West Michigan area, this is who you call. Show sponsor, A&E 
heating and cooling. You're going to Milwaukee now. You travel so much. My God, what are you, a Kardashian? Jesus. Got to go see your loved ones. That's what Mexicans do. They take care of their families. Unlike us sick gringos who just tell everybody go to uh, go to hell. Be seeing you at hockey games soon, by the way. Call up Joe Martinez if you have uh, any scheduled maintenance to do or anything like that. Hello to my friends at the Kent County Health Department working tirelessly uh, to help people in the community. So uh, the WIC program is available for you. If you're down on your luck, you, um, well, you got to be fed. And uh, there should be no such thing as hunger. The WIC program can help with that. You pay into this program your whole life when you're working. Uh, You might as well take advantage of it. You and the kids should not be going hungry. Kent County Health Department, go to accesskent.com slash health and uh, get information about the WIC program. Immunizations, kids going back to school, or if you're traveling overseas, uh, all the information is there. Personal health services and uh, so on. Not to mention August is Breastfeeding Awareness Month. Everything you need to know about the beautiful practice of feeding your baby your breast milk. And for the love of God, do not ever refer to a woman breastfeeding a baby as a cow. That has happened with one of our audience members listening right this second. Zaniac Joe Moran says, Hey, Eric, are you doing the Mai Tai this weekend? Joe, I don't do triathlon. You know this. I don't have time to do that. That's why I gave that up in 2017. That is, that's a job, doing triathlon. Uh, putting in those hours. I, I can't do that. I did run yesterday, though. I have been running. I think I'll get like 37 miles this week, which you do in like an hour. No, not doing the Mai Tai. Uh, let's see. What, are, what am I forgetting here before I bring Rick in here? Okay, let me mention these two. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation. They're going to be at the house August 20th. I got to get the room ready. Bennett Flooring Installation. Love them. If you need flooring installed in your home and you are in West Michigan, reach out to them. They'll show up and uh, measure the room and let you know how much it's going to cost. They're the type that are like, yeah, go ahead and do all the uh, grunt work. Rip out the old flooring that's going to save yourself some money. Or they're full service. It's up to you. 616-318-0167. The flooring I want you to buy, I want it to come from Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home. I should say Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. Drop by, see them. They're along Chicago Drive, uh, right behind the Little Caesars. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. And then, before I get Rick in here for trigger time, Bosco's Pub. No Deniacs allowed. They will not serve Deniacs at Bosco's Pub. If you are a Deniac and you show up there, they're going to jizz on the burger. So I'm totally kidding. That's not really going to happen. And you can go. I don't give a shit. Bosco's Pub, uh, part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Awesome place to eat burgers. 
uh, pub food, stuff like that. Uh, the drinks are stiff. No Russian vodka. Uh, beers are cold. The game is on. Outdoor eating, indoor eating. Love Bosco's Pub. This ought to be good. Good morning, Eric Day. Wow. Hey, you changed it up. Sorry, I have my uh, volume up there. That's all right. You, you changed it up. That was pretty cool. What's happening? Uh, I, I, I was just going to say, I said it uh, a second ago that you, you changed it up. It sounded different. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to keep you guessing a little bit, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So how is Rick from TC paintball? I'm wonderful. Busy as ever, but, uh, I'm good. I, uh, I had to usher some people out of my office here. So I had time for you this morning. It's, I, thought, I thought I was wide open this morning. All of a sudden I got people here. So okay. we're, good. we're good. We're in good shape. Okay. I know uh, how mad you would get if I, if I uh, boned you one more time. Oh my God. So you you said you're busy as hell. What what are the things that make you busy? Is it just people coming in and wanting to play paintball, or are you hosting? Wait, I mean, what's what's what makes you busy? Well, this morning in particular, I've taken up um, golf again, and my dad's a big golfer, and uh, I've been golfing a lot with him. He just stopped by to show me some golf clubs he wants me to try. Blah blah blah. Um, my kid has a tournament this weekend we have a three-man tournament my kids playing so i got a couple of his teammates here we're gonna run some drills together um i'm coaching my kids football team so i'm busy with getting prep prep for that because practice starts next week um so i got a lot of conversations going on with my assistant coaches and talking about the roster and the game plan and all those type of things and then uh, just regular business um you know we've got a another busy weekend here um so i'm just trying to get my eyes dotted and t's crossed wow we're ready to go. I'm hearing a lot of uh, 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 dad-related things. It's like father of the year going on here. I can't. I, I would never have dreamed of doing all that shit. I tell you what, you get old overnight. You know what I mean? Oh my god! I was, I was 37 before I had a kid, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know what? I got to be sterile. <laughs> Holy shit! It just hasn't happened. That's and then right. my girlfriend at the time says, "Hey, I'm pregnant." And I'm like, "Listen, trust me, you're not pregnant. You got indigestion or something. I got to be sterile." Then a week later, she says, nope, nope, I'm definitely pregnant. So I went from wanting, wanting kids to thinking I wasn't going to have kids. And then, you know, kind of late in my late in my 30s, I all of a sudden am starting to have kids. And you got to, you got to, you know, shift on the fly. And uh, right. So or play the hand you're dealt, as they say, I guess. Your first child was born when you were 37 or 38? 37. I had been done having kids for five years. When you had your first one. Right. And isn't that weird? You know, when you go to like um, parent uh, uh, school activities for your kids and you look around at the parents and you got some parents that look like grandparents and some parents that, that look like they should be a high school senior. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. You're that guy. Yeah. You're that guy. Well, hey, hey. What, I, uh, I, I think I cure my age pretty well. Oh, yeah. yeah you do. What, what was the uh, uh, what year was your youngest born in? Uh, six years ago. So, so 2015, she hasn't had a birthday yet. Yeah, 2015 she was born. Jesus, my first grandchild was born in 2013. I know, and you and I are that many years apart. I think you're like two years older than me. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Holy weird. shit. <laughs> it, it, it truly is your own path. You know, everyone kind of travels down their own path. In their yeah. Um, well, that, uh, all right. We are off and running now. The big story was I got, I got a special delivery in the mail yesterday, uh, Rick. And, and I posted that and you right away 
said, what the fuck? And I haven't, now I told you who sent it, but I haven't talked about that publicly. So don't say who you know sent it. I won't say booger, no problem. But what are your thoughts about this? I mean, I, I spent considerable time talking about it on the first part of the show today. Most people think it's absolutely ridiculous. Some are like, well, you shouldn't talk about it. They're telling me I shouldn't talk about something, which I think I absolutely should talk about it. Uh, where do you fit in all of this? Well, there's a lot of people on the other side of the line there that I still like as people. Um, and, but I, I kind of feel like I think what a lot of us feel like we're kind of in the middle of a, a relationship that went bad. And we like, you know, at least a little bit from both sides. And you're kind of seeing them throw some haymakers at each other and it's a, it gets a little bit uncomfortable now you know i want to believe everything is you know is gonna i don't know work out it's gonna quiet down you know somebody sent this and it, it looks like that they're they, they still want to be relevant in some way um and and i think that is it, it's an ugly look I, I feel like that you know you, you've been with the same woman for a long time, but I've had a lot of relationships in my life and made some mistakes in those relationships. And then when you get some distance between you and that timeline, you look back on it going, yeah, that was a mistake. I was, I was kind of acting out of emotion. And I think that that's kind of the way I feel right now, that people are going to get some more time removed from the situation to look back and go, yeah, Eric might be a dick, but maybe we, we cross the line here and there with what we said or did. And I mean, and don't get me wrong, in all fairness, you have crossed the line too. I've told you that. So I don't necessarily agree with the way you've handled everything either. So I feel like from a, from the perspective of somebody that's somewhere in the middle, um, it, it's, it's just kind of ugly. And I mean, you know, Kenny said it, he goes, you know, I, I just wish that things would go back to the way they were. And I don't think that'll ever happen, but I, I wish that there was a, a little bit of a common ground there, um, where, you know, you, your point is heard, their point is heard, and then we just move on. Yeah, um, and that, that frankly, would be, in my opinion, the best because I've seen the worst of these people, so obviously I would never want to go back. Um, and they've seen the worst of me. So, you know, if we were just leaving each other alone, that would probably um, help this. So the way... Right, and, and don't get me wrong, I have my opinions, but my opinions are born exclusively from my perspective. Yeah. I don't live life through your perspective. So, you know, if you feel threatened, you know, you, you put your uh, spotlight on yourself and that's what you've done for a long time because you, you know, you've, you've been, uh, you know, on shows and had a lot of audience members and a lot of times those audience, audience members get close and there's kind of a blurred line there of, of what is too far, what is too close right, and what right. isn't. So it, it's, it, it's, it, it gets kind of in the weeds there a little bit. That's why now when I talk on the show, I try to make it very clear, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lesson. And, and so now going forward, I'm like, okay, here's the arrangement. I talk you're and hopefully you're entertained. And that is all oh, right. And, that that, and that's it. a reaction to what happened. Right. And I don't blame you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want uh, a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't want any more relationships. I don't want any more nothing. I'm not, you know, that's, that's, that's the, uh, the way this is supposed to work. And, and I think that that's partially my fault. I should have, never ever um allowed that to happen i need i should have been more guarded of course but that's easy to say now in hindsight right right when you're going through it you're really happy for the support well especially when you know you got fired you felt like you were all alone and then you got a handful of people that you know kind of give you the encouragement and and the proof that you can do this on your own and 
you know, so I think you were appreciative for a while, but then when things started to get weird, yeah. and if you look back, if you really look back on it, and if this ended up being some type of investigation someday, we'd look back on different things that certain individuals have said or done, and all of a sudden it wasn't just creepy, it was maybe borderline dangerous, you know, and you don't want to enter that situation yeah. at all. You want to keep it, you know, above board, as you say. So, yeah, and I, I think my mindset in those early days when all those people were helping me was um, in the back of my brain, I was like, is this a little weird? I'm not sure. And I didn't want to believe it was a little weird because A, I was benefiting from it and B, um, I, I didn't have anything else. And so I was afraid that if I, if I, if I actually started to push back or push away, I would have nothing. And then finally it got to a point where it was diminished returns and I was like, Fuck well, right. it. And, I, and I think some of that came with a confidence that your audience grew to a certain point. I think that's, that's where some of them had exception where they're like, wait a minute, you yeah. were, we were quote unquote best friends for a while. And now your audience is so big that you don't, we don't, you don't need me anymore. Correct. I think there's a little truth on both sides there where you were willing to do with a, with a little bit of uncomfortability when you were a little bit more desperate for it. Um, for lack of a better term, no, that's but right. Started realizing that you know what, I don't, I don't have to be this comfortable. I don't, I don't have to deal with this creepiness, and I really don't know where some of it's coming from. So I need to, you know, I need to distance myself from it. And, yep, yep. and I don't know that I blame you there. No, yeah. So it, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I think that that's all fair. I, I'm willing to accept that. But to answer your question, though, I do think you talk about it. I do think you talk about it as long as you know it, it's 100 percent truth. If you if it got sent to you and you're not setting it up for content then I think you absolutely talk about yeah. it. And like I said on the chat, I thought if, if you were going to set this up for content, because a lot of people are saying, oh, he's, he's lying, it's full of shit, this is just something he made up for content. I think if that was the case, then you would have mutilated the shirt. You would have cut the shirt up and done something stupid with right, it. I don't right. think you would have stuck well, with it. Well, hell, I even said... that's a telltale sign. I even said, I'm not even sure that they ripped the head off. I mean, the, I wrote the head was ripped off, and it was. But I, I mean, it could have come off in transit. I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't that know right that. There is a key factor. If they sent back a damaged bobblehead, that's insinuating something, isn't it? If they just sent the bobblehead back in the shirt, and they just kind of said, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm tired of looking at it. I don't want to burn it. I'm just going to send it back to them. And they just sent it back. I don't think that's nearly as nearly as weird as sending it back damaged, because sending it back damaged insinuates something. Um. Even though, though, I even said that even if the bobblehead wasn't damaged, the the whole dramatic sequence of "Hey, I'm 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 sending this back," is 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 a little is still over the line in my opinion. Um, it's, it's attention seeking for sure, right? Yeah. So whatever. Um, hopefully that's it. You know, um, it it's just stupid. The whole thing is dumb. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, I want to move on to the. Uh, did you see the little league pitcher hit the kid in the head? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, now I tried to be mean about that, but I couldn't do it. It was too sweet. Um, what would, what did you think about the pitcher hitting the kid in the head and then the batter hugging him? Well, I think that's a great moment. I mean, uh, I'm a big sports fan. I'm involved in a lot of different types of sports. And, you know, you always have it. It's always, you know, alpha males, um, competition, you know, screw anybody that's not on our side, you know, kind of that nationalism thing. Um, so, I mean, that that's kind of born and bred with competition. But then when you get a situation like that where the, the pitcher obviously felt really shitty that, I mean, he put one so close to that kid's face. Um, 
and he was a little bit distraught for a minute. And then the kid realizes that that's going on and goes over and says, Hey bro, you know, I'm fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Let's move on with the game. I, I thought that was an awesome moment. I think, uh, I think there needs to be more of that. Uh, Dave Portnoy said that the pitcher is soft. <laughs> okay. So are you related to Dave Portnoy? <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I, I, I love trolling. I love that. That is so fun to do. And it's so ridiculous. Um, yes. But there's no way in real life he feels that way. Right. And, I mean, the same can be said for you in a lot of, a lot of things. When you start talking about veterans, I mean, <laughs> obviously, if you pay attention to what you do, you are, you are trolling, you're looking for reactions, and you want to get people talking about it. And, you know, sometimes that's obvious and sometimes it isn't, but uh, it, it goes on a lot. Oh, fuck. Zane Stool Sports. Jesus. Um, so I thought that that was, uh, that was a great troll and, and people were buying into it. But of course, I mean, the, the, the Portnoy even said, yeah, he's, he's crying because he loaded the bases. That was the, that that's what he was crying about. Um, but that team ended up winning that game. The team that, uh, that the pitcher played for, they ended up winning that game, but, um, all right. Okay. Tommy Lee's penis. Did you see that monstrosity? I mean, if you log onto the internet anywhere, I think it just popped out and hit you in the face, didn't it? Well, oh my God! I don't. Th- that is a that is right up there with that giant black porn star <laughs> sitting on the side of the bed, Barry. I mean, what a what a ridiculous dog on that. I mean, how that. old is Tommy Lee? Fifty nine. I, I was gonna say he's got to be pushing sixty. Oh my God! Okay, so I kind of feel like. Every chick that's ever received an unwanted dick pic. And maybe I never really understood what they felt like before, but now I'm thinking, what is wrong? I mean, how much attention does Tommy Lee need? I mean, obviously he can go out, assumingly, and he can go out and score just about any time he wants, but he needed to show the internet that he's still pretty well endowed down there. And I mean, I guess he's a proud individual. Hats off to him. Uh, his wife is 35-year-old something or other. I, I, I looked her up. Brittany Furlon. Uh, and, you know, uh, I wonder, I, I wish she would weigh in on this. You know, I mean, is she the type that, that likes it? Is she happy with that? And you said you feel like any woman who's gotten an unwanted dick pic. Well, for me, it's like I'm really impressed with it. I'm glad I saw it. I think it, I think it's a spectacular penis. Well, I wanted to salute it, yeah. but I mean, let, as far as Brittany Furlong goes, I mean, if she married Tommy Lee in, in is like a conservative prude, um, she made a wrong choice in life. Right. She had, she had to have known what she was getting into. I mean, everyone's seen the sex tape, the VHS sex tape from way back when. So if she didn't realize what she was getting into, you know, and it's not like people are going to see Motley Crue because they enjoy him anymore. Oh I mean, God. I was a big Motley Crue fan, but I, I haven't heard Vincent, Vincent Neal sound sober or coherent in oh. a long, long time. So, so maybe, maybe maybe the whole band said, Tommy, we need a little help yep, yep. with our PR. Drop your pants and post that thing on Instagram. and let's, uh, let's Right. Go. He needs to play the drums with his dick at one of those shows. <laughs> You know? Maybe like a like a marching bass drum, right? Yeah, be, you know, swinging his hips back and forth. Oh my god, ridiculous! Have you seen Have you seen the show of the boys? Uh, that's the superhero one, right? Yeah, like a really bad, bad, vulgar superhero show. There's a, a character on there with this like ten foot dick that's always like 
I, I don't know, just getting into weird situations and shit. And that, that his name should be Tommy Lee. Uh, yeah, my 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 brother is trying to get me to watch that, but it's it's taking. It will me- reel you in. Like I was, it's wild, man. It's super gory. It's really, really, really wild. Damn it, I, I I'm missing so much these days. It, I'm mean, seriously. I, I I got Kenny beating me up about walk, watching the Book of Boba Fett and Obi Wan Kenobi and the, all this hardcore crazy. history. Oh fuck, Jesus, Dan Carlin, come on. Love him. Love him. Um, all right. Anything else on your mind in the world of Rick that we need to address on this edition of Trigger Time with Rick? We haven't uh, talked about our, our our forthcoming uh, podcast war number 19 this coming Sunday. Did you say podcast war number 19? Is that what I said? Eric you did. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of like a Freudian slip. A little bit, yeah. Oh, and uh, something else I wanted to say. I know you like to refer to the quote-unquote former Zaniacs as, you know, you don't really use the word Zaniac unless we're referring to them now, and they may have come up with a term, but I, I think about other groups of supporters for other organizations, and if part of that group went rogue and said they don't like what they were supporting anymore, would they, wouldn't they leave the name behind? Like if the, if the Juggalos and the Insane Cloud Posse, if some of them went rogue, wouldn't they still call the supporters the, Zania, or the, uh, the Juggalos? Yes. I think, the, I think the name should remain. Should we say, I think they should be okay. The, the Formers, the Renegades, the Rogue Zaniacs. But they, I think the name Zaniacs should stay. I think okay. there should be a, a whole new era. So the, you could have the Rogue Zaniacs are them. And yeah, then the RZs or something? The RZs. RZG, the Rogue Zaniac group. Because there are, Maureen says, Maureen writes, the losers. <laughs> well, now I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not trying to start anything with it with them. They have they have an opinion and they have uh, uh, you know from their perspective they their argument probably makes a lot of sense. I don't know that I agree with it, but I also don't know all of the details. So I just know that there's a divide, and I'm choosing to stick with the show. Right. Um, so I'm not trying to to start a fight with any of those people. Yeah, Personally, yeah. there's a lot of them that I really like. I enjoy them. All um, but yeah. it's just you know all you need to eye on some, all you need to know all you need to know is that I am right and they are wrong. That's all you need. To know. Oh, so, so par for the course, basically. Yes. Um, yeah. Today or on uh, Sunday is actually, we're going to either have uh, the usual number in the twenties or it's going to be the worst ever. I am still well, uh, working on that. Okay. I mean, you know, whatever happens, happens. I mean, whenever these guys, whenever people show up to play, I mean, I think 90 plus percent of them have a good time and they want to come back. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. But I, I definitely appreciate the support when they're able to show up. And I think we always have a good time. Rick, you're the best. Thank you. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Uh, trigger time with Rick. Paul Forster. Who are you? Because I see you're writing, I'm going to try and make the paintball trip this time. Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. And let me know because I'm, I'm still getting the head count. It, like I said, it might be great. It might suck. Uh, O'Neal's crying again. So I got to bring in the queen of the forest. Here's some weird man. Usually wrong, but he didn't care. Here's a man who... Eat things and make a billy goat puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zentro podcast. 
says, I came to Bizarro's way back when. Captain Bizarro's. That was fun. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You, you gotta be there. And bring somebody. Paul uh, Kenny says, what a hey, man. Whatever happened to Captain Bizarro? I think he's still there. It's a little bizarre. He's a handful. There's no question. We helped him out. We moved on. O'Neill, you want to go? Poor guy. I think he's got to pee or poop. And I can't get a hold of the queen of the forest. That's bad. All right. Thank you to Rick for being part of the show. Hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Buy a t-shirt at EricZaneShow.com. After I get done with these ads, I'm going to have to run downstairs and have Diana get O'Neill. I don't know what the hell she's doing. Uh, racing tomorrow at Berlin, 6.30 start time. Tickets 12 bucks when you buy online. Go to the races at Berlin. So mom and dad, 12 bucks a pop when you buy online. The kids, 15 and under, free. The parking, free. Beers, cheap. Concessions, cheap you can bring a cooler with all of your from home concessions if you want with the exception of alcohol no glass please awesome family entertainment at berlin band playing under the grandstand so you know you're gonna be entertained by them after the races finish up there's a bar underneath the grandstands you can still hang out it's it's just fantastic great merch store in there Love, love, love Berlin Raceway, the jewel of West Michigan. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. 616-200-8550 when you have to get your tech worked on. So you're running your business. You got your computers. Your employees all hate you because everything's slow and shitty. It's time to upgrade. The first thing you do is get a complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT. After that gets taken care of, you then know what you need to purchase. You do that. And then Blue Frost will help you set it all up professionally. And then they will become your managed IT service provider. Full service. Number one managed IT service provider in the area. Blue Frost IT. In all of Michigan. As voted on by their peers. Mortgage time. NMLS number 3035 for Van Dyke Mortgage. Now... We have a scenario where a year ago you could get a mortgage, a 15-year fixed for like 2.65%. Those days are gone for a little while. The feds raise interest rates four times in the last year. You're going to be hanging out around 5%, which is still a pretty damn good rate. Uh, considering. Get a mortgage from Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505, specifically the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage because they're all around the United States. Um, so whether it's your 10th mortgage, your first mortgage, your refi, whatever it may be, call upon Van Dyke Mortgage. Don't go anywhere. I have to get this dog uh, outside, okay? So 
I'm going to pause this deal and I'll be right back. Okay. Adam writes, so Freebeer is getting married tomorrow? That's going to end horribly. That's going to be, that's going to be brutal. Uh, Over under on how many years that one lasts. It's either going to end quickly in divorce or murder. No in between. Quick divorce or death. The chick is uh, like 20 years younger than him. And she has so much baggage, it's unbelievable. They have become the Brady Bunch. Six kids. That is horrible, horrible, disgusting news. The, uh, all right, the ridiculous nature of the alimony and the child support of the first marriage is huge. He's going to be like Tony Gates living in a trailer in Nuevo when this one blows up in his stupid face. And it will. Oh, God. After you're put in the poorhouse, you can come over here and edit audio. I'll let you do that, and I'll give you eight bucks an hour under the table. Fuck me. Six kids. Jesus Christ. So uh, we're going to be hearing reports of, and a car is floating down the Grand River. Kyle says, what happened to Tony? Any updates on him? Is LAV even on the air? Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the immortal Kim Lazara is here. I've known Kim longer than any of you. All of you. She said your dogs poop that fast. No. Diana is letting them out. I just like, kind of like she's here right now. It's good to see that you're here, Kim. I'm so sorry that you believe dumb things. Kim uh, believes that COVID is like the flu. And and I'm now accepting that. I hate that. I hate that you think the things that you think. I'm just going to tell you. You're so wrong, but I love you. You're absolutely 1 million percent wrong on all of these COVID things. In fact, I want you to go to Facebook right now and post that you're wrong on all the things you've posted in the past. And that, and I want you to encourage everyone to go get their shot. That's what you need to do right this second. I'll wait. Come on, do it. And I want you to talk about how you're going to vote straight ticket blue in the next election and how you're going to vote for Whitmer. These are all, we live in the, both live in the great state of Michigan. You live on the other side by the other lake, the poverty lake. And I live by the rich people lake. And that's because of the way you think.
Strolling, Jolin, trolling. Keep that fucker trolling. Kenny says, didn't you two go camping together way back in the day? Yeah, shut up. Shut up, okay? You know, let's not make this weird. Okay? Those are behaviors of a child. I'm a man now. I am in control of my emotions. Okay, I'll just give the, give you the Reader's Digest version. I was a young man going through adolescence, and Kim was one of these uh, kids who, when 15, she looked like she was like 28. It was ridiculous. And so there I am. Hell, I was a walking boner uh, if, you know, the wind blew. And I see her. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, God. Get me out of here. So, yes, these are all things. Kim says, I'd like to think I still look 28. You don't. You don't look 28. There's no, there's, and that's not just you. It's anybody. I'm not going to look you in the face and say you look 28 years old. You don't. You look 38. I'll give you 38. 28, no way. Fuck that. There is no way, no. None of us look 28 when we're 52. I'll give you 38, 28, no way. Deal with it. All right. Um, So, yeah, free beer getting married, that's a horrible move. This is going to end so badly. Oh, my God. I wish him well, but I'm just being honest here. I always have been honest that in, in about three to four years, that's going to explode in a catastrophic, sad ending. And I will look back to August 12, 2022 at the demise of that. And that's going to be just horrible. I'll still be here. Uh, concerning LAV, I don't know what is going on there. Um, there was, uh, somebody asked about Tony. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, Tony is completely inept when it comes to, uh, he, like he needs the radio in a day and an age when you don't need the radio, you can basically kind of just do something like this. Hell, I started this podcast with an iPhone and a laptop. Um, he doesn't have, he doesn't know how to do that. So I don't know what he's going to do because he's not going to get a radio job unless he decided to work like part-time hours or something like that. Nobody is hiring. No one is LAV even on actually LAV sounds great. My pal, Michelle McCormick and my pal, Travis, um, sound awesome together. Uh, Michelle and, uh, and Tra- Travis is, uh, the young dude who actually, um, I know him quite well. I do have a good relationship with both of them and, uh, I wish them nothing but the best. Corey says, Eric went from an iPhone and a laptop to the Zenith that he has to punch every other day. This is true. Honestly, the only thing that I have that's really worth anything is this microphone. This is a good mic. That's it. The Zenith is a key piece of equipment 
but mine's damaged because I kicked it accidentally. So shut up. All right, you can tell I'm punchy as hell. Three thousand Americans die like this woman died the other day. Lady walking down the beach in South Carolina. Wednesday, minding her own business, 55-year-old woman. A gust of wind comes through. Next thing you know, she's badly hurt with an umbrella sticking out of her chest. I shit you not. Woman dies after being impaled by beach umbrella in South Carolina. What the hell? Uh, According to the story, uh, she was just walking along. The umbrella was carried by the wind and went flying at her. Like if you ever, um, like in some of those battle scenes of like on Game of Thrones, you know, when they're like marching towards each other and someone lets a spear fly or something like that. It was like that. And it it just went right through her chest. What the fuck? And, and how about the idea of 3,000 people a year are killed by those umbrellas? I'm sorry. I take it back. I'm messing that up. Uh, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said 3,000 people are injured by beach umbrellas every year. They have a spiked end to help push them into the sand, and the wide canopy allows them to get caught up in strong wind if they are not anchored properly. So how is it that that's a thing um, but we don't have jarts. U.S. Senator Tim Kaine and Mark Warner of Virginia asked the safety agency to review safety rules for beach umbrellas and start a safety campaign after this happened to another woman in 2016. The majority of patients with beach and patio umbrella injuries treated as emergency at emergency departments were women over the age of 40. Most frequently reported injury was a laceration followed by contusions or abrasions and internal organ injury. And the body part with the highest proportion of injuries was a head neck followed by the upper extremity. My God, what type of horror? That's like the type of death that um, when they made the old school movie, the omen, the old school movie about this kid who gets uh, uh, like he's the spawn of the devil, and they find like a six 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 out his under his in his hair in his hair. You know, they're like, oh my god, it's the this is the son of the devil. And anybody who figures it out, they 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 die a horrible death. That's what this is. 
Jesus. I take it back. She was 63. I mean, can you imagine being at the beach and you're this woman stumbling around with an umbrella sticking out of her chest? My God. She died an hour after the incident at the hospital. Boy, I don't, uh, I don't know if there's a way around this. You got the spiked end and a, uh, and, and it's access to sail. So it's just randomly going to fly around and, and, and hit somebody. But if you think about it, um, if the wind gust comes up, you would think that the other end, like the top of it is what would impale the way the wind is pushing it. But somehow I, I guess it, it flipped on her. God, I, Fucking A, I wish there was a way to, um, because normally I can come up with a brilliant idea uh, to make this safer just on the fly because that's kind of how smart I am. Smarter than all of you. We all know that. But I can't even, I don't think there's any way around this. So I, I think that we just leave it alone. There's nothing that can be done. People need umbrellas uh, at the beach. Leave it to Amanda to miss something and then write in the chat, hey, are we still talking about Tommy Lee's penis? Wouldn't it be easier to just listen than type all that? You know? Come on, that's funny. Oh, then it says, Amanda was making a joke about the woman being impaled. I get you. I see. Doesn't translate on the text to me because I'm obviously stupid. Chris says that was her first funny joke. Come on. All right. You're getting rave reviews. Rave reviews. All right. Sorry. I'll lay off you. Uh, Paul Forster, I mean it. Uh, I'm going to see you at uh, paintball because I am scared to death that there will be no one at paintball. Free pizza party, okay? Free pizza party. Trouble at the cemetery. Um, this one unfolded uh, in California. This is a... Um, mo- mom died and... You've got this family of losers burying her. And this one of the uh there, there's two siblings. This uh the lady who died, her son and daughter don't like each other. And as I understand this, they kind of expected that the son in this scenario was going to cause trouble. <coughs> Excuse me. At the funeral. So, and they talk about this in the story, audio check, that they were prepared. They had like a taser in case this guy acted up. Now, they didn't end up using the taser on the guy. He was like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of here because they got a taser. He goes to the parking lot where of the cemetery and, and, and this, that's, it's a curbside, not a curbside. It's a graveside uh, burial. You know, they're actually putting mom in the ground. All of a sudden they hear 
a car racing and it's hitting tombstones and water mains and people are scattering and the sun rams a person trying to kill his sister and then smashes into the casket. Unbelievable. What a story. Here you go. It's supposed to be a celebration for their mother who is being buried right here at Rolling Hills Memorial Park in Richmond. But even a burial ceremony couldn't stop the longstanding feud between a brother and a sister. Saturday afternoon about 1.30. Sergeant Aaron Pomeroy with Richmond Police has been on the job for years, but he's never seen anything like what happened this weekend. A family fighting on top of grave sites at Rolling Hills Memorial Park in Richmond. A family member brought a... This cop is ready to bust out laughing the whole fucking time. Stun gun to the services because of this longstanding... <laughs> family issues they were there to he is laughing family matriarch but police say a feud between a brother and sister led to punches being thrown and much more one of the family members tried to drive over and run his sister over with the vehicle he missed his sister but hit another relative and a water main flooding another empty plot no one was seriously injured but police say it left behind twenty thousand dollars in damages wow he drove over some uh headstones damaged some headstones he severed a uh water main um i think probably from a sprinkler or something like that that caused flooding in the area before they could actually get up there i like how, how, how it's been said now three times i said it the reporter said it and now the cops saying it and and shut the water off the grounds are safe Camille Okay, this lady represents the cemetery. She's like, you, your loved ones can be buried safely here. Ella Thompson is the manager of Rolling Hills. She made it clear this was a bizarre incident and not anything the cemetery would tolerate. She wants to make sure people... Wait, oh, well, boy, what a hard stance. We will not tolerate people driving their cars over the graves and smashing into water mains and running over people in caskets. People know this remains a safe place for families to respectfully reflect. It's a safe, fun cemetery. Come on into the cemetery. And mourn. Do not worry at all. Your loved ones interred here are, are very safe, and the staff is, is here to assist all of the families. She also says any damages to grave sites will be covered by the cemetery. And now the county DA will decide if the brother responsible for these damages will face criminal charges. In Richmond, Pete Serratos, NBC Bay Area News. Cemeteries are kind of a waste of time. Oakland you know, Zoo I mean, every time I go there, every, anytime I go to a cemetery, it's like you're, you're in and out in five minutes. I mean, come on. I've, I've, I've worked hard to put your passing in the rear view mirror. No, I don't want to go to your grave. Come on, man. I agree with Corey. Burn the body and move on. It's a huge waste of land. It's a ripoff. You know how much it costs for a cemetery uh, cemetery plot? No. Amanda says, don't do that. My brother's headstone is wonderful, and we work really hard to keep his grave site nice. Yeah, you wouldn't have to do that if he was cremated, and you can put him on the shelf, and then you don't have to go to uh, uh, the cemetery. You don't have to do yard work. I don't go to a cemetery to fucking bring my weed eater. 
This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. No more cemeteries. You burn the body. You get the ashes. You you divide them if you want. You know? All better ideas. Corey says put family members in the backyard. Even better. No, I don't want to do that. Because if you sell the house, you know, you got to take them with you, right? No, I mean, seriously. There, there's so many uh, great things you can do with the ashes, you know? Like uh, the NFK, he's got a little vial full of his his brother's uh, ashes. Dave, the other half of the Doobie Brothers. And he wears it around his neck. I mean, how spectacular is that? No need to go to a grave site. My God. And these veterans. Ah, oh, Jesus. Come on. Enough. Enough. You know how much money it costs us to have those guys with the 20, with the seven dudes hold fire. fire. You know how much that costs? There are military people that are paid just to do funerals. That's all they do. Their job is to just do the, do the damn funerals. Your taxpayer dollars. Wouldn't it be better? And they get like a free tombstone too. What a crock of shit that is. Burn that body. And save the money. Give it back to us. Chris says, oh boy, here we go. (laughs) Linda says, I talk to my parents every day. I don't need to stand at their graves and be sad. I I am loving the fact that we are all on the same page here. (sighs) My God. All right. I think my work is done in that regard. Trouble at the cemetery, to be sure. Thank you to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com. That's where you go if you need health care. Gone are the days when you go without health care. I don't care if you're working 60 hours a week at frickin' Burger King and you don't have insurance, there's no excuse. None. Buyinsurancehere.com is the website that links you up to Frank Fuss. And Frank is going to help you navigate healthcare.gov. You're not buying a policy from Frank. He's connecting you with the appropriate policy for your healthcare at healthcare.gov. He does all of the heavy lifting. Crosses all T's, dots all I's. You have a conversation with him. He'll do the rest. You can have insurance by the end of the day today. Not even kidding. 616-914-4070. It's affordable. How? Some people just aren't aware how healthcare.gov works. And I've never understood why anybody would have a problem with this. The federal government gives you a tax subsidy to pay the premium. You pay some of it, similar to when you're, you, uh, you have full-time employment and you pay for part of your insurance when you're uh, you know, working, when it's offered from your employer. You don't have that luxury, so you're going to pay some of the policy each month, and the government pays for the rest. If you don't earn enough money to meet a certain threshold, you don't pay that back. 
That's how it, that's how that works. If you if you're over the threshold, well then yeah, you got to pay it back. That's the way it should be. You're earning the money. But uh, my point is, there is no excuse for anybody to not have insurance these days. Also, Frank is the expert on Medicare and Social Security. If you or someone you know or love is getting ready to enter into that world, call Frank. 616-914-4070. You heard Rick from TC Paintball earlier. He did a great job. That was our best edition of Trigger Time with Rick. He, he this, That's what I envision happening on that segment. Okay. Um, so that was great. We have a paintball war on Sunday. Rick called it podcast war number 19, but it's paintball war number 19. I want to see you there. Reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you want to play, I'll give you all the details. Otherwise book a party at TC paintball, TC paintball, GR.com. They are the best full house comedy. Big Dick Donnie Veltman uh, has Tim Meadows in this weekend. You know, I haven't talked to Don in a long time. And he texted me yesterday and he said, are people still stalking you? And I said, yes. The stalking continues. Uh, Big Dick Donnie. Big Dick Donnie. Donnie, Donnie. He actually volunteered to swing his dick at whoever was doing that and caused damage. Hey, hey, buddy, did you see that picture of Tommy Lee's dick? Um, no, I, I didn't. Okay, you're live on the podcast. Tommy Lee posted a nude picture of himself, and um, I think you've got company. I think that the 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 penis size is is could rival yours, but I've never actually seen your your penis in person. Uh, I don't know what the correct answer is here, um, uh, but I want to see it now. Yeah, just to, just to find out. Yeah, is, is that weird? No, that it weird isn't weird. It isn't weird. It's a beautiful penis, and uh, I think you need to see it. So you just search Tommy Lee penis, and it'll. It, it's a he do, did a full frontal Facebook and Instagram pic. Uh, I think it's still available on Twitter. You can find it anywhere. But uh, should I search that right now while we're on the? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want, you can, you, you can see for yourself. Uh, I can even send it to you. Go to speakerphone. I'm gonna search this. Yeah. Are yeah. You? Tommy Lee. I don't know if I want you sending me dicks though, so I'm gonna search for it. Okay. Fair enough. I get it. Um, let's see. Mm, yeah. Cause a lot of them are, are edited. People clean them up, but it's a good 10 inches. I mean, it's just swinging low. It's ridiculous. Okay. That just showed me his stomach. Whoa. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're there getting we there you are. So that's a that's a dong. That's a big, big, fat dong. And, I, you know, the thing is about him, he he's very lean, it looks like, in the picture. So that helps the dong size. So I think he's, because uh, he's 59 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know if he's got liposuction or what, but 
an enormous, <laughs> enormous pecker, and he he looks pretty good. I, yeah, I don't know the right answer to that, but yeah, I guess <laughs> I, I'm going to say yes. He okay. does. Okay. It appears he has guns pointed at his penis too. If I was looking at those tattoos. Right. Oh, boy! You know you're right. I didn't even notice the guns. I don't know. Is, is that? Uh, is that intentional? It kind of feels like it's got to be. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if there's you're... big guns pointing down to the big gun. Yeah, boy, this guy's a. It's a little. It's a little weird, you know, to do that, to do this sort of thing. But all right, um, you have Tim Meadows in town this weekend. Yeah, and honestly, uh, so he was. He did a show in Holland last night, right? Um, and I kind of wondered because I'd never really heard a ton about Tim. Um, his stand-up comedy. So a lot of times with former SNL guys, if you don't hear a lot about their stuff, usually it's more like a glorified, like just going out and get to meet a guy you've seen in a bunch of movies and on SNL. Like, I mean, I'll straight up say that's Chris Kattan. Like, yeah, not, not tell really it, funny. Like, tell, it's just yeah. you meeting Chris Kattan. Telling that's stories. That's what I expected. Uh-huh. He was fucking hilarious. Like, I'm stunned. Like, I don't, know how i've never heard about his comedy before because i'd actually heard like if i i i'd heard like eight or nine years ago when he had done grown Rapids before that it was not great right and i was dying laughing a lot ricarlo is opening for him and ricarlo is a pretty big critic and he was just absolutely dying so that's awesome and so he's going to be uh tonight and tomorrow at the listening room in grand rapids yep Nice. You can get tickets at fullhousecomedy.com. I see uh, next week Chris Fonseca's in town. And then you. Yeah, he's been doing a bunch of stuff with uh, Chappelle, and he's got a special coming up. So he's kind of experiencing a resurgence. Stan Hope will be a hit at the listening room. Yeah, he sold out. He only he'll only do one show a night. That guy is something else. Uh, <laughs> he'll be there selling Gideon Bibles that he stole from hotels and signed them. That's great. Yeah, he's wow. Yeah, Stanhope is he's one of a kind. Uh boy, you you continue to marvel with the um the the people that you're bringing in, and you're doing this all on your own now these days, right? Yeah. And you've, yeah, that's, that's still working for you. I mean, um, that's, that's something that, uh, you, you didn't, you, you had the luxury of someone doing that for you and then that went away. And so, um, looking back on the past year, you're, you still feel pretty good about that, huh? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I see Dan Cummins. Is that the guy from time suck? Oh man, I'm not, I'm just more familiar with Dan's, uh, comedy so uh, probably i mean yeah, i know he's insanely popular like his tickets are selling like crazy for a okay um a show that's you know several months out and was announced kind of in the summer nice nice typically tickets aren't going to sell josh blue he's a winner all these are winners so you've done a great job people can get tickets at fullhousecomedy.com should uh i run an ad with all the shows that i've got coming up in a picture of my hog Oh. <laughs> um, you know, I think the internet can only handle one giant penis, uh, for, you know, every so often. 
You know, I, I, I think that if you did that, the, the internet would explode. We, we probably should just let Tommy Lee have his fun. Um, so on to you, uh, how, how are you doing? Are oh. you uh, getting any more voodoo dolls uh, oh. sent your way? Yeah, you reached out to me about the uh, bobblehead with the decapitated bobblehead being sent my way. I talked about it to start this show. And um, yeah, it, it's fine. Um, it, I, I, have a, I have a disgruntled group of audience members or former audience members who don't like me and they love dramatics. So that's what this is. Um, you know, in the, in the comedy world, this happens a lot where people are, get very opinionated. Like, um, like I got Michael Rappaport comment, I'll get people, uh, leave that liberal asshole at home and stuff like that and whatnot. Uh, to me, like that stuff just blows my mind. Like I'm never going to send, if I disagreed with you, I'm never sending you a bobblehead with that head ripped off, let alone even commenting on your page. I just stop listening. Like just, it's real simple. Like yeah. if you don't like something, don't buy a ticket to the show. Don't, um, you know, don't subscribe to the, your Patreon if you don't like it right. anymore. It's real easy. Like I, that stuff just blows my mind. This all stems and it's partially my fault. I let people into my life and they then started to take liberty and felt entitled. And so that led to one thing leading to another. Um, and you know, here we are. So when I finally was like, okay, this is getting too close and too weird. They didn't like that. And then this group of people, they're all marginalized to begin with. Um, they, in their own world, prior to meeting these people, none of them had any friends. Okay. So now they're all friends. It's like, it's like in school, uh, when you were in high school and the, and the, and the losers actually get together and make, make their own click of losers, you know, and that's good for them. That's what this is. Me and, uh, me and Mike Ball did that. So <laughs> in high school, I'm just, I'm just, we went to high school together though. So I just felt like I should add that. No, that's great. Yeah. I was like that too. Um, okay, man. Well, you are the best and, uh, I will be, uh, talking to you soon. Okay. You should come out to come out to Meadows. Come hang out. Are you going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there tonight. Maybe I, I will. Can't, I can't be will. there Saturday. Vaughn's got a bunch of baseball. Is your son still a super athlete? Is he still a super athlete? Yeah, he's on a travel baseball team. They've got a tournament in Muskegon Saturday and Sunday, and they play until like probably seven, eight o'clock. Um, yeah. Won't get done till then in Muskegon, so there's no way I'll make a Saturday, but I'll be there tonight. What is so he, if you is don't he, have anything going on, come yeah. out tonight. Love is, to hang out. Is he 12? What what what's his age? Oh, geez, no, he's fourteen now. Okay, what did you think about he's the kid? Be a freshman. The kid who uh, hit the dude in the head in little league, and then the uh, uh, the kid hugged him. Did you see that deal? That was so awesome and so heartwarming. And that kid doesn't realize, um, like I know he didn't do it for this, but th uh, that kid will be permanently remembered for yeah. doing that. The, I thought the hug was a little, it was a little odd. It was a little, cause it was so full frontal. It was like a dick to dick kid hug. 
uh-huh. I didn't see it that way. I just seen <laughs> I you just could see it. it looked like that pitcher was crying and that kid was like, yeah. uh Yeah, it was great. I don't know, just a moment of humanity where it's like, hey, like it's okay, man. Like I don't know, I'm not a very there's not a lot that moves me and I watched that and I was like, Oh wow, that's something. Can you imagine if they did that and some guy decided to do that in the major leagues? <laughs> I don't see that happening. Like totally. He'd, he'd hug him with his bat around his face. Probably that's what happens in the majors. Don Veltman, you're a legend. Thank you. I'm going to let you know either way, if I'm coming tonight, I got to talk to the queen of the forest. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thanks Eric. Bye. Bye-bye. Big Dick Donnie. Always good to catch up with big Dick Donnie from time to time. <sighs> the asshole of the day. God, someone had said one, and I forgot what you wrote. You wrote AOTD. And okay. <laughs> there it is. Cole writes, asshole of the day, cemeteries. make this even worse i can make i can take something terrible and make it worse is it um uh, yeah it does end in ies Uh, your asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Uh, veteran cemeteries are the assholes of the day. We don't need those. It's okay. We need the land. Quit spending the money on the grave on the gravestones. Pay for the cremation, and that's the end of it. They were all illiterate anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, I'm going to pay for that one. Anyway, that's it. Thank you so much, folks. You are the best. That's going to do it for the Eric Sancho podcast. I'll do the uh, Patreon bonus podcast a little later on. Well, have a good time there. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Bye-bye. See ya. Have a good one. Smell you later. Happy wedding to free beer. Countdown is on to your divorce. It's going to end horribly. 